guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So yesterday, we introduced you to the Presidency of the Seventy, these seven men who are full of faith, good and honest, and one of them that we are introduced specifically to is a guy by the name of Stephen. Stephen is amazing. And this man is a bold witness of Jesus Christ. I mean, you get into chapter 6 right here. Verse number 8 says, Stephen, he's a man full of faith and power, and he did great wonders and miracles among the people. In fact, verse number 10, and just like anyone who's going to share these messages, you're going to have people who do not like your message. It's going to happen. We talked about that last week. They were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. So Stephen is an amazing teacher and he's a bold witness right there. So much that you got all these scribes and these elders who came upon him, brought him to a council. Verse number 15 is so cool. Again, they, they didn't like the message, but verse 15, and all that sat in the council looked steadfastly on him, saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. <laughs> okay, this guy's good, right? Which leads us to chapter 7. Now, Stephen spends, in fact, the very first part of it right here, it says, Stephen recounts the history of Israel. He goes through, he talks about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He talks about Joseph, and he talks about Moses, and he goes through Israel's deliverance from Egypt. He basically just gives them an entire history of Israel, which is interesting because these are things that these guys know, and a lot of them taught these things. So a question is, why why does he teach them things that they already know? Stephen reminds me of Abinadi, how he's standing there in front of a group of individuals. And what does he do? He teaches them things that they ought to know. They know the basics of it and they know how to teach it, but they're not letting that message penetrate into their hearts. In fact, after Stephen gives his message and he recounts the whole history of Israel, you look at verse 51. Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so do ye. Here's Stephen just dropping knowledge. Verse 52, which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which shewed before of the coming of the just one, of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers, who have received the law by the disposition of angels and have not kept it. That's again, that's the same message that Abinadi was trying to tell him. It's like, look, you've got the law, you've got all these things, but you're not keeping it. You might be able to teach it to the people really well, but you're just giving them lip service right here. And I wish verse 54 just said, and it came to pass that they listened to Stephen and hearkened to his message and decided to repent and change. Nah, that didn't happen. Here's where you see a really interesting set of verses here. Verse 54, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. You click on the word cut, it takes you over to 1 Nephi 16, where Nephi is saying how the wicked and the guilty taketh the truth to be hard, for it cutteth them to the very center. So that's what's happening. They were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. They're so mad. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God. God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Now here's a no-brainer statement here, but here's a spiritual experience that Stephen is having. It teaches a wonderful doctrine. It does teach the true nature of the Godhead and that you have God the Father and Jesus Christ as two separate individuals right here. 
Well, verse number 57, then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their coats at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. We'll talk about him in a couple of days. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God, but the footnote says, and he calling upon God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Now, as I'm reading through that, it reminds me of many other martyrs. I'd mentioned to you Abinadi. Now, with Abinadi, you go over to Mosiah chapter 17, wherein his final words were, O God, receive my soul. You know, again, the similar idea of Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Here's Abinadi saying the very same thing. You go to Joseph Smith, who was in Carthage jail. Section 135 of the Doctrine and Covenants talks about his last words were, O Lord, my God. And then you've got, of course, Jesus Christ in his final words. He says, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. So it makes me wonder, especially with martyrs, if there is a very tender experience there as those who are dying for their beliefs. In fact, the word martyr does mean a person who dies rather than renounces his religion, one who makes a great sacrifice for the sake of a principle. And it says a great or constant sufferer. Now I'll come back to that in a second right here. I do wonder this, if there are tender moments there where you've got members of the Godhead there to welcome them in because that moment they're giving up their lives for what they believe in. So with that in mind, let me ask you a couple questions right here. How many of you, and really how many of us here, this question is to me as well, are willing to die for what we believe in? Now, I would imagine a lot of us hold those convictions very true to our hearts and would be willing to die if necessary. How many of us would be willing to take a bullet for the prophet? You know, Russell M. Nelson's there and someone comes up with a gun. Are you willing to step in the way? I think a lot of us would love to just go down in a blaze of glory defending the prophet, right? What a great way to go out. However, here's the real question. What if he asked us to pray and read our scriptures every day, to go through the Come Follow Me curriculum, to watch General Conference, to attend the temple, and to pay our tithing and so forth? So the question is this, and I like to pose this to my students sometimes. Why would some people take a bullet for the prophet, but they wouldn't do the daily requirements? Because I don't think everybody has to be a martyr. There's going to be a few that are. But I think most of us are just going to live the gospel our whole lives and not necessarily have to die for it. President James E. Faust, who was at our first presidency years ago, some of you remember President Faust, he said, for most of us, what is required is not to die for the church, but to live for it. Living a Christ-like life every day may be even more difficult than laying down one's life. I know I've heard Elder Holland say that. They said, Elder Holland, would you die for the gospel? He's like, absolutely. But what's harder is to live for it. And so as you read these examples of Stephen and others who die for the gospel, one thing to remember is that you and I most likely will not have that experience, but we will be asked to live for the gospel. And how much harder that can be sometimes to be able to do that. So I hope we can find the strength daily to be able to live for the gospel and to be able to receive those same blessings that these individuals received as well. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.